Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. It's also, you, you register with things uh, with uh, Apple Business Manager, you know, and then the device actually gets linked to Apple. So when you buy it, it's linked to that particular company. So if the if the device would happen to disappear somewhere you know, back in the old days, oh, okay, I guess it's gone. Well, no, it's it's a brick. It's a brick because you can't use it because it's registered specifically to, to a company. Welcome back to another episode of iPad Pros. I'm joined this episode by David Ginsberg of the In Touch with iOS podcast. His day job is in IT, and we discuss the role of the iPad in corporations and the difference between the OS upgrade cycle for Apple devices versus the approach on the Windows side of things. We also discuss the role of the iPad in his personal life. I just want to remind everyone that you can now financially support iPad Pros in two different places. First off, patreon.com slash iPad Pros. Get episodes early and with embedded MP3 chapter markers by supporting the podcast at any tier. Bonus content is also available at the higher tiers. You can also now subscribe to iPad Pros in Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts is an all-inclusive single subscription. You'll get all of the bonus content plus episodes early by subscribing to the show in Apple Podcasts. By default, subscriptions are monthly, but if you go into your subscription settings in the Settings app, you can switch it to a yearly plan. My thanks to everyone that currently or has in the past supported the podcast financially. This podcast is not a quick one to produce, and your support is greatly, greatly appreciated. You can also support the podcast for free simply by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts. No matter your region, it really does help. The reviews help send the right signals to Apple to show this podcast more in search, helping others discover the show. If you have a minute today, I'd really appreciate you opening up the podcast app and leaving a review. My thanks to everyone that has already done that. With that, here's my discussion with David. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, David. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, can you first kind of introduce yourself and how you use the iPad today? Well, uh, my name is David Ginsberg. Uh, I, uh, been, uh, I've been an IT professional for almost 24 years here now. Uh, been doing a podcast for the last uh, five or six or so uh, in touch with iOS, and we'll talk about that obviously later. Uh, and uh, so as far as the how I use my iPad, I, I mean, I do some audio editing, some with, with my podcast and a lot with work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm an IT professional, so working with the support and uh, doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, so I uh, got some got experience working with uh, with Jamf and and um, managing devices as well as uh, using Microsoft with uh, Intune and and managing those devices as well. Um, but a lot of it, like audio editing, video editing, um, uh, but personal con- consumption, of course, as well. You know, we all watch our our Netflix and and, and videos and uh, and such. But uh, I uh, so I I have been I have been using I've. Pretty much owned a, uh, an iPad since its inception. What now? Gosh, 12, uh, 12 years ago now. Yeah, twenty ten. So I, I owned I owned the very first iPad and uh, have owned one ever since. <laughs> What's uh, your current setup these days? Uh, I have the i I have the iPad Pro eleven. I, I'm I'm pretty partial to the smaller iPad. I when when the uh, when the iPad Pro twelve point nine inch first came out and uh, and I and I did a presentation about it uh, as I mentioned to you and uh, I spoke I speak at Macstock uh, the Macstock conference. Uh, 
I had a 12.9 inch, the first gen, which I still actually have. And, um, I, I was always sticking with at that time. It was what the 9.7 inch or the 10, 10 inch display. So, um, I recently upgraded to the, uh, the 2021, uh, M one, mm-hmm. uh, iPad, which is amazing. I mean, the performance uh, is, is, is just, just pretty incredible. Um, uh, but, uh, that, that's pretty much what I've been using, uh, for the last, like I said, since since uh, the iPad came out, so nice. And do you have the Magic Keyboard and pencil with it, or do you use? I do. Most? Yep. Okay. Oh yeah, I've got the uh, the Magic Pencil, a uh, Magic Pencil, <laughs> got the Magic <laughs> Keyboard. Uh, I I I like that I like that uh, keyboard, and uh, uh, it, I, I've had other keyboards in the past and cases. I kind of go between the uh, cases and keyboards. Um, I uh, uh, right now I, I use uh, I forget the name of this this, this keep oh um, uh, the Zug uh, the Zug case okay. Z U G U um, and I've really liked those cases the last few years and so I kind of toggle between when I'm not in the mood to having a keyboard and I, I only travel with I don't want I really need the keyboard I have that and then um, when I have the uh, uh, the magic keyboard I need, I, I pop it right into that. And then it, it yeah, it's a, it's a really good keyboard. Um, takes a little getting used to, of course, is it is a little slightly smaller than you used to by use when I use a Mac. So yeah. in the Zug case, is it for protection or does it have some kind of cool stand kind of component to make it easier for some of the tasks you like to do with the iPad? It makes it easier because it, it does have like a magnetic and little notches in the, in the front of the case up front of the cover. And then uh, the nice thing also is the, the, uh, the pencil has its own, um, holder inside which also uh, doubles as a charging uh, method too yeah you know whereas whereas the magic keyboard i, I get really nervous because you know I, I'm, I'm putting it in my bag and of course the pencil sitting uh, by itself you know pretty much magnetically attached to the ipad very easy for it to be detached <laughs> and uh yeah i lost a pencil once for three yeah. or four days and had a second one i now own two pencils long story short because it's <laughs> gone for good and showed up uh, in, my, <laughs> in my car um and yeah oh is that a, that's a isn't that a bugger i i yeah I, yep. I, I would be unhappy with that too yeah so i've learned that lesson and uh are more safe about where i keep it uh, versus just magnetically all the time yeah and that's kind of my kind of my workflow is a majority of the time i'm keeping it in the zug case uh just because of the pencil yeah I'll, i always like to have the pencil with me uh but when i'm when i'm uh in in a in a, in a um workflow where I need to have a keyboard and rather be using a keyboard. I, I carry them both with me. So, um, and I can just switch, uh, you know, very easily switch out, switch them out. So iPad 12 years old, as you said, uh, did you ever think yeah. you'd see a trackpad and how has that changed things for your experience with iPad OS? I mean, I mean, I've seen iOS, I now iPad OS <laughs> evolve over the years. And, uh, uh, I, when I thought I would never see it, and I knew we'd, there would be a lot of hacks. I mean, if you remember, you had to go into uh, accessibility to even get a mouse to work. Yeah, uh, and, and it was like it, you know, I think it was iOS eleven or iOS twelve. I can't remember which version of the iOS of uh, or uh, which version of the OS was. But yeah, oh yeah, this was cool, and I and I I, I did demonstrations on it and talking talking about it uh, on my podcast and say, hey, look at this, we can use a mouse and you can use the magic uh, uh magic touchpad and it will work as a mouse but you gotta dig deep here into the yeah. accessibility uh but now it's yeah it's a native thing takes it just you know if you want to use an external uh, touchpad you can uh, easily do it with bluetooth and, and of course magic keyboard is magic you just plug it in it works so yeah. um it, so it, it is it is nice i mean not everybody it's not for everybody i know not everybody's too overly excited about having a a uh a touchpad or a mouse and because people are so used to touching you know yeah, and that's just, kind it's, uh, of another option right yeah 
kind of the debate, you know, with between a Mac and an, and an iPad. You know, okay, you know, is is the is is iOS or iPad OS uh, any better with with that support versus you know, Mac OS? You know, yeah. Uh, so so you, that's really you kind of think about that in 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 the, in the sense of okay, is 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 it going to be for you? Like I said it's not for everybody. Um, Nice thing is there's there's all kinds of different options out there if you do want a touchpad and that's uh, that's one of the other things a lot of people are trying to do these days they want they want to make this their full time device and then we're starting and when I as I talk we I, I did I did a presentation back in 2016 so we're going back five years now six mm-hmm. years um, and uh, boy a lot's changed yes, it has. <laughs> so yeah. uh, since since that time when I, I at that time I was kind of on the fence I'm still a Mac user too I mean I, I have to I yep. just 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 it's hard hard not to be and also being IT professional as I am I work in with Macs as well as PCs so I still have to be in that world but um, so it's it's really it's it's really something that where where is it gone you know with uh with having the support with touch pads and and being it is it going to be your full-time device I was a little skeptical when I did the presentation but many years ago but I think we're getting pretty close here now and we're yeah. seeing a lot of I'm seeing a lot of companies you know like uh uh, executives who who are who normally would be the type of person one will carry just a you know a really lightweight uh, laptop more most mo- mostly PCs but uh, sometimes Macs but uh, I'm seeing these days they don't even want to do that especially if they're senior executives of a company you know that uh, that they they would rather have an iPad because it's just such so much easier to uh, uh, to, to work with and, and have a nice portable device so yeah and. As an IT professional, I'd imagine the trackpad would just be wonderful just for using VNC apps so you could use Windows or Mac in a more native way with that trackpad. Yeah, absolutely. And the nice thing is now there's just so much more support in the remote world because, yeah, you're right, because the, that, that some companies may even give them options. Okay, we, we got a VM set up for uh, uh, for for that particular person so they can VM into a machine if they have to approve something or if they have to go in and, and do something that Windows does that Mac, uh, iPadOS won't do, uh, which these days it's getting more rare <laughs> that it you is, really yeah. don't need it. it. It really depends on you know a company and how they – Provide security too, so sure. uh, you know the iPad is going to be a lot different. But now with the advent of VPN and a lot of a lot of other security methods, it's getting better. So uh, your day job as principal information specialist, uh, what does that day to day look like at the job? Yeah, I work for an insurance company, so it's a, it's a it's a global uh, insurance company locally um, in the Chicago area is where I work. Uh, companies uh, actually based out in the East Coast by where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, my day to day is 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 a multitude of things. I do uh, IT support. I do purchasing. I do um, all kinds of, of 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 stuff. And I'm I, I'm on our, our Mac support team because we're you know uh, you, you, we're looking to build Macs, and so and I'm working. I'm supporting iOS devices, iPad OS de- uh, devices. Um, so I kind of you kind of I'm kind of a jack of all trades as you as you, as you could say. Uh, you know, doing training. I do a lot of. Uh, uh, I've done lots of training in the past. I've done I've done uh, uh, training classes specifically on iPads. I've done specifically on iPhone. Um, I, I, I've done a lot of that stuff. Uh, uh, but, uh, so it's uh, it, it's uh, it's pretty cool that uh, I, my job has given me uh, the opportunity to do all kinds of stuff and and just kind of gives me get, lets me be immersed into technology, in, uh, which which I love. Nice, yeah. 
has the new Windows rollout happened, or is it kind of? Oh a gosh, process? no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and I think most comp- I, I can tell you that most companies are that way these days. Uh, Windows 10 is fine. Yeah. Uh, there's there's really no reason and no rhyme or reason un- unless that the hardware really forces you that you have to upgrade. Uh, to Windows 11. Um, oh no, we're not going to be. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine being anywhere near that for for quite a long time. Yeah, I say most companies are like that too. And in my experience, you know, yeah, they're they're it's a work machine. They want to be safe. I mean, my experience, I go back all the way to Windows XP, so yeah, that's a long time uh, to, to to be sporting OSs. And uh, there were times that you know. XP was, I think there's XP machines still out there, oh, sadly. Oh, sure they are, yeah. <laughs> um, sadly, well, I know there is for a fact. So uh, so I've, I've seen it evolve with with, Mac, with Windows is is horrible. Um, I'm not saying that Mac OS was any perfect. So. Now, does Mac support, uh, is that also a pretty slow process? Uh, as far as uh, OS upgrades? Supporting... Uh, no, that's, that, that's a, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I, in my, in my experience, just seeing how Mac OS works, uh, companies come into, into play and looking at the fact that, okay, do you want to upgrade your OS? Um, a lot of times you have to, and a lot mm-hmm. of times, as you know, how, how Apple does it with it, with Macs is you buy the machine, you get the OS that comes with it. You right. can't, you know, you're buying, obviously you're buying machines now, they're M1s, uh, M1 Pros and, and, and whatnot. Those are all, uh, uh, either coming with, uh, uh, Big Sur or Monterey, and Monterey is going to be uh, yeah, the, the most current models. So, mm-hmm. um, whereas Windows, yeah, IT professionals always had the the flexibility to be able to okay, I need to downgrade. We're still using Windows uh, eight, God forbid, uh, mm-hmm. or uh, or uh, uh, but the, uh, but yeah, I think Windows ten is going to be. I mean, I know Windows Apple uh, Apple Microsoft is going to be continuing to use uh, to support Windows ten for at least another four years. So yeah, okay, um, and and imagine iPad and I, if you have like uh, work phones, I'd imagine they keep those up to date as well. Windows seems to be the one that just just how that world works, where it stays behind. See, the thing is, it's different in in the the, the mobile device world. Well, with iPads, uh, the, uh, iPads do have uh, uh, iPad OS, and they um, tend to be upgraded pretty pretty quickly. And a lot of the reason is because it's a BYOD; it's a bring your own device. Oh, so. Yeah. A lot, a lot of companies still do that. Uh, whereas, uh, you know, it's your device, so you control <laughs> what gets installed. <laughs> yeah. Now, if it's a company-owned device, that's a different story. Um, that's managed like with a mobile device manager, uh, a software such as Jamf um, that would manage the iPads in such a way that we you, you, that, that that's made sure that it's in compliance, it, it's it's secure. It may require VPN. It may require a lot of security, but it also requires that the OS gets updated more frequently and probably pretty much right away. Um, because okay. uh, as Apple works, as you know, uh, you know, we just just it just I just talked about this last week. Uh, you know, Apple. I had thought let iOS fourteen still continue to uh, to run on a device and iPad OS fourteen, uh, but. They were kind of being a little sneaky about it this time. They 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 said, "Oh no, we we were just uh, uh we were just telling you you want to install iOS 15, but because uh, because if you looked at the device, if you looked at the update, if you yeah, if you recall, when 15 rolled it, out, they really it was down at the bottom there. So, oh, by the way, like, yeah, <laughs> they waited like so, was six was it six months or when did I guess September? It was so less than six. It was September. Yeah, so yeah. it was. It was by probably four or five months, and all of a sudden, you know, there's there's been news stories about the fact. Oh no, Apple said after fourteen point eight point one, that's it. Uh, we're not we're not really seeing any more security updates, and 
but, but funny they I mean, said that because it's fine. It seems like oh, this is yeah. super stable at this point in its OS and time to upgrade. Yeah, yeah. And the funny they funny they say that because they still have lots of old devices out there that are running you know, iOS twelve and iOS eleven, uh, but they're still updated. For those. And they're still releasing up you know security updates for at least at least iOS twelve. Yeah. Um, so uh, as far as yeah OSs go, I, I think in my experience, yeah. Uh, iOS will get iOS and iPad OS will get updated a lot quicker than uh, Mac OS and uh, well, of course, Windows. <laughs> yeah. So at your day job, um, is this remote or in person at this point? And if it's in person, I'd imagine the iPad might play a bigger role as you're moving around the office needing a smaller device to tout around. Um, it, it obviously pre COVID, it was in person all the time. Yep. Um, so post COVID, it's it's a mix right now. Um, a lot of a lot of what I had what I do hack um, I, I would have to be in the office in order to do it because you have need to have access to, to network resources and you know I'm not gonna be taking up my bandwidth at home to <laughs> to be doing things that need to be done yeah um, as far as an iPad goes yeah I I would use it just around around the office when I would needed uh, and uh, I, I could use it to uh, to remote into the devices when needed if if a user's having an issue. Again, because I, I'm supporting a majority of, of, of Windows users, you know, I don't have as much uh, involvement with that. Uh, we do have a, a mix of iPad users, uh, but it, it isn't a, a large audience uh, at this point. And enough enough that we we need my skill set to, to, to right. help support it. Um, but and I think that's pretty pretty standard across a lot of companies. Um, uh, the fact that uh, uh, that iPads are um, only uh, are, are, are kind of a secondary device uh, at this at this point in the enterprise, but I'd be I wouldn't be surprised there are some companies out there that uh, uh that do that do uh, have a good army of iPads. Yeah, if you just look at um, the price to get into iPad versus if if you're Apple company and you have either Macs or iPads, if that's your decision, the iPad is so much cheaper to get into for from a portable perspective. If you're into portables, oh oh for sure, but. Surprisingly enough, you have large companies out there, you know, and I only know this only because I I, I work with Jamf uh, products. Uh, is the fact that you have a company like IBM who has a who, who unheard of. I would you ever think? Oh, you, know, you think IBM and Windows? Yeah, um, they, they have a, over one hundred fifty thousand employees use Macs in their environment as well as huh. I, iOS devices. So uh, you have a company like Walmart does the same thing. You have a company like uh, SAP. You have a company like Starbucks. Um, they're all using Apple devices on their hmm. as their primary devices whether it be a Mac or or an iPad for that matter. So so you're see, you're definitely seeing um more and more uh devices out there that are being used. And Mac is, you know, I know this is more of a focus of iPad, but Mac is out out there, is getting up there with the, the the enterprise and it it always was kind of a very laughable thing, but no, it's it's really become a lot more serious and regardless it's if it's a Mac employee satisfaction as Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, you hit the nail right on the head there because uh, the fact that uh, the the iPad and the Mac, for that matter, is uh, is is needed to uh, is is the fact that that a user would prefer it like if they give them a choice. Oh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let you uh, have a choice between a Windows or a, or a Mac or an iPad, for that matter. You know what they're gonna pick. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, any apps that you do find handy while at work, like any favorite VNC apps or other apps. Uh, that are helpful there. I do use bomb. I do. Uh, well, it's called beyond trust now bomb guard, which is, uh, is the tool that's used for, for remote support. Uh, that that's, you know, that's a subscription, a product that, that a lot of companies uh, pay for. It's a, it's a pretty amazing support tool. It allows you to be able to remote into any, 
basically any device that's on, whether it be on VPN or not, or on the network, uh, and allows you to be able to uh, uh, get in there and uh, do what you had to do to to, to fix the, the user's problem. Um, uh, uh, Microsoft Remote Desktop I've used a fair amount of times uh, where, where I can remote into a desktop, you know, whether I have a laptop maybe sitting on my desk or if I have a, another Windows device that I would have to do in there uh, uh, to do that. Um, but yeah, that, that, that pretty much is a lot of the, the, the key apps that I use, uh, quite a bit when it comes to, you know, just IT support type of stuff. Okay. And what's the kind of current state of iPad device management with tools like MDM open current state is, is, is really good. And I keep mentioning Jamf cause Jamf's one of the biggest MDMs out there. Um, and Jamf pro is, is the product that, uh, a lot of big companies, uh, uh, utilize their their tools and 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 not only managing of Macs but uh, uh, as uh, iOS devices too I, I I think it's if anything it's going to continue to evolve even more you know Microsoft has their own tools as well nowhere near as 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 efficient in my opinion <laughs> than mm-hmm. uh, some something like a jamf product uh, and there's others out there but uh, that's what I'm familiar with uh, that uh, that really makes it so much easier to be able to access m- uh, manage the access to uh, to the uh uh to that so uh yeah so if anything it does ha- does happen to ha- happen with uh uh with a product with with a device easy to wipe it easy to to you know install whatever you need to installed uh we know what's on the device we know we can we can find it uh it's also you, you register with things uh, with the uh, apple business manager you know and then the device actually gets linked to apple so when you buy it it's linked to that particular company. So if the if the device would happen to disappear somewhere uh, back in the old days, oh, okay, I guess it's gone. Well, no, it's it's a brick. It's a brick because you can't use it because it's registered specifically to to a company. That's cool. And I know with education, there's the ability to create user accounts. Does that exist with stuff like Jamf? User, yes. I mean, creating the actual user account. You mean like the ability for one iPad to have multiple users log into it if you're at a business and you have a shared ipad is that a thing or is that just education only i think education does it because in in more so not logging into it um you're talking about the fact of being able to actually log into the device and be signed in as that person yeah uh um yeah, I, I've seen education. Uh, you know, I have family members that are actually uh, teachers that use the devices, and Jamf is a is a is a, a tool that's used as well. Um, I don't know. I have not. I'm not super familiar if there is a way of having multiple de- uh, users on that. Uh, it's because it is a managed device. Yeah. It's it, it just like it's just like a it's a centralized device that someone can just use, and it's not. It doesn't really matter. Unlike a a Mac where you sign into multiple profiles. Right. Gotcha. Um, so, okay. And then any other iPad related work tasks worth diving into before we move on? No, I can't I think we pretty much covered it. Um, as okay. far as what, I, for what I've done, um, uh, you know, most of the stuff is my fun stuff, you know, podcasting and, uh, and, you know, uh, fun consumable things like watching Netflix or all yeah. that kind of fun stuff. So, so, uh, the fun stuff, um, is audio editing the most fun you have like working on iPad? Cause it, for me, that, that's one of my favorite things about iPad is just ferrite and that whole editing environment. Ferrite is amazing. Uh, I don't know it nearly enough as I should. I'm, I've been, been, been using GarageBand, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I okay. think GarageBand actually, I think GarageBand actually is very good. I mean, I go between the Mac and, 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 and the iPad to do the editing and, uh, the GarageBand does have some really good tools that allows to edit it. You know, I, 
as we started the show, I, I, I use audio hijack um, most of the time on my Mac to record, you know, record shows. Then I'll bring it in, you know, uh, bring it into GarageBand or, uh, or Ferrite and go through and edit because I have, you know, the two tracks myself and, and then the, the other, the other person that was on the show. So, um, so yeah, that's probably a lot of the fun stuff I do with it. Uh, um, and, and then the editing video editing, I'm trying to dabble into that a little more, mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 Luma Fusion is probably the most amazing of all video editors out there. I don't know. I don't know it nearly as, as enough as I should. Um, I mean, I've used iMovie before uh, the editing video uh, for, for for podcasts because I do put some content up on on YouTube as well. Uh, and um, so, but it does work really well. And yeah, and I, I've really tried to, to to do it as more more on my iPad than ever. Uh, but sometimes you get into a you get into a bind of the fact, you know, I'm, I'm on the Mac. Let me just do it here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm patiently waiting for their multi-cam update to hit. I thought it was supposed to come out last year, but we're still waiting. So I'm sure any day now. Yeah. So um, in 2016, you gave a talk at Mac Stock 2016 back mm-hmm. when Method Pro is a pretty new thing. And we were still living with the 9.7 and the original 12.9. Right. Um, so those, those that was before ProMotion was a thing. True Tone was just new with that 9.7 inch. Um, like, how have things progressed in iPad Land for you? Like, as a personal device, uh, are you able to do more like email type work and like just general personal computer at oh, home work than you did back then? Or how does that look oh, for you? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, email definitely is 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 a, is a is a good is a good example. I use Outlook a lot for for work. Um, I mean, there are other others, Spark Mail, and a lot of others that I've I've tried. Uh, the the Mail app for the most part tends to to be good. I I continue to try to to, to do a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, even like a, uh, I'm a big avid news reader. Obviously, for for looking for news like News Plus, uh, I, I'm a, uh, I have the Apple One bundle uh, for all the services with Apple. So. Among all well, the other, I'm, I'm immersed here in all of my my uh, Apple devices here. So, yeah. uh, so it's it really has, has uh, giving me opportunities of being able to to look at uh, uh, look at those kind of things. Um, there's there's also like for 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 webcamming and video cam stuff. I use a program called Camo Studio uh, that uh, allows you to be able to turn your iPhone into a uh, into a webcam. And I've been utilizing an iPhone for all this time as a as a webcam uh, and works really well because because the, the camo studio can be uh, the the ipad could act, act as as a camera as well uh if i really wanted to could uh with that tool could you use um center stage with camo to have center stage on your mac kind of um i think center stage truly it was more centralized with facetime i don't think because i okay, not, cause i know uh, like there are like filmic pro and other apps uh um, right you're able to actually just capture center stage video in some apps that like enabled support for it. So I know it's like designed for FaceTime and Skype right. and that stuff, but I know some developers have been kind of clever with it. Um, Camo's really come a long ways. Um, and it's, it's one of the, my de facto, I, I ended up getting a lifetime uh, uh, subscription with them. Uh, and uh, I use it every day that I'm on a podcast as well as my own. So uh, I, uh, I, 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 I should try that. I have not tried the center stage uh, because it's always just me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, makes sense. Um, and how do you configure either your iPad or iPhone? Do you like have a like hover bar duo or some kind of like tripod thing? Or I am using a product called uh, Plexicam. And what that is, is it's a, it's, it's a little 
is a plexiglass uh, arm. Uh, we, I actually interviewed these these folks, um, and it's got a little bracket that that, that it goes into it with a, with a with a little slot on it. And I've got a specific mount for the iPhone, and it just hooks right onto my monitor. Uh, okay. When, and as well as it can do the same thing. Um, I guess could on, on an iPad. It'd be kind of it'd be kind of a uh, little little too big for yeah. it, but. Uh, the but uh, yeah that's it's a plexicam p l e x i c a m uh, dot com is their is their website um they're they're an upcoming company and uh, they uh, they definitely uh, uh, have come up with an ingenious way of making forcing you to be able to look at the camera at eye level because that's the thing we're always looking up or down yeah <laughs> whether it be on a laptop or even when you're using the FaceTime camera on your on your iPad uh, whereas this device can kind of force it with a, with an external camera. Uh, so a little, a little bit harder on the iPad, of course, because of its size. But. So positions the iPhone like center above the monitor, or is it coming yeah. in front of the monitor in some way? Well, it's 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 actually clipped onto my monitor right now, but it's because it's a black clear plexiglass. I don't. It doesn't really bother me much as far as it being because your, your webcam is going to be in front of you no matter what you do. Right. Well, I mean, or it's going to be. And most people do is these days is set it up on top of the monitor. And of course, like I said, it makes you look up. <laughs> so this kind of forces me to look down. Well, of course it also helps. I have a 32 inch monitor sitting on my, on my desk. So, yeah. uh, uh, so I'm able to move it in such a way. So it, I look at, I have the camera one place of the screen, but if I'm looking at anything else, uh, that's uh, on there, uh, gives me the opportunity to, to be looking straight at it and, and plus getting, Oh, I see. So it'll be like in front, it'll be clipped to the monitor and the iPhone itself will be like in front and kind of acts as like a window on your Mac. Almost. You just don't put windows there. It's like a little window on your Mac that's in front of you. It's clear. Yeah. I mean, other than you see the phone I'm looking at right now, of course we're not a camera, but, uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, the camera's positioned right at eye level. So when I'm looking at it, I'm looking right at the camera. That's cool. And the, and and it works with other webcams too. But um, uh, but this, you know, I've been just so pleased using that. And I, I mean, I have a spare iPhone to kind of helps a little. <laughs> but uh, a 10R. Uh, but the uh, uh, the camera, obviously, the camera quality on an iPhone is just spectacular compared to you know some of these Logitech webcams that yeah. are out there. And so. you'll configure it with the rear camera. Yeah, I use the yeah. rear camera. I have the rear camera facing. Yeah, the front camera be, wouldn't make sense. Um, so yeah, I do I mean, the rear camera. Yeah, these days the front facing <laughs> iPhone camera is still better right. than the Max. But yeah, but you know, a lot of people are using. You know, uh, uh, my friend uh, Chuck Joyner, who does who does Mac Voices, and I'm on his show every week. Uh, he uh, he uh, and I was with him at CES in 2020. Unfortunately, we didn't get to go this year because of the pandemic. So, uh, but he he uses an iPad uh, Mini as a, as a camera as a basically a, re- a recording device um, on a tripod and it really works out really well. And of course now the, with the new, I, the, the latest uh, iPad, iPad mini that, that's out has a much better camera. Uh, and a lot of people are starting to use that as yeah. a, as a means of recording. And then plus they would, the, the good thing is they can have the screen looking right at them and the rear facing camera facing, you know, the, the subject matter on a tripod, you know, with a, with a, it held, it, it held in the bracket so you can see, you know, what you're recording too. Right. Uh, because, so you use that, but yeah, a lot of people are using iPads for that and this camera studio would work perfectly with, with something like that. Yeah. I remember I was at Macworld, I think it was 2011 or 12 or something. And I was using, must've been 12 or 13 actually. Um, I was using an iPod touch rig with yeah. like a tripod thing and had power yep. running to the iPod. And, uh, the problem I ran back in those days was um, trying to keep it powered all day. It would um, yeah, overheat. Yeah, those extra batteries. It would overheat. Uh, 
Yeah, that's true. Warnings there. <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as it was back in those days. Yeah, I agree. No, yeah, uh, not at all. But people are people are carrying around extra battery packs, and uh, and uh, uh, when once the battery starts to wear, you know, you, they just have this special battery pack that will actually mount you know above the camera. Oh yeah, above the iPad, so that's there, and you just switch out batteries. Yeah, for for, for all day rig. So, um, for show preparation for in touch with iOS, do you use the iPad at all for gathering what you're going to talk about? And do you reference the iPad in your notes or is that's probably on the Mac since that's where your camera is? Um, I use my iPad for, for, for my notes. Um, I'm cause I, I do use, uh, I do use, um, Apple notes, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that keeps my notes every, every week. Um, so I do refer back to that, but I always have it with me because I'm always going to talk about it at some point during my show. Cause you know, I'm, iPad, iPhone, <laughs> Apple Watch, yeah. Apple TV. So I got I got a lot to talk about here. So I'm I've I'm always immersed in, especially the iPad. And there's just so much uh, so much to talk about with it uh, that gives gives us opportunities. Uh, and I and I do use it for notes. Um, uh, I probably won't. I probably use more of the Mac only because production wise, I, I find uh, the Mac uh, and Audio Hijack, and I'm also using Zoom as uh, as our my source of. Uh, of when guests come on, I have guests on every week, so uh, I, I do it that way. But uh, always got to back up your as we're, what we're doing right now. I'm backing up the recording for you as well as you're recording this show, so uh, I do the same thing. Um, and plus, I stream live on YouTube. So uh, when we uh, when, when we do the show live, uh, we're streaming on YouTube as well. So uh, so that that I mean, it can be done on the iPad, but because I, I would want to use this as a camera, it's sometimes it's still a little tricky. You know, I'd yeah. like it to. I'd like it to be, you know, more more of a primary device, uh, but uh, I could just tell you, I just on Saturday as we record this, bought a, a, a 16 inch M1 Pro MacBook Pro, so I'm kind yeah. of, uh, so I just did it. So and uh, so it's it's tough not to lean Mac towards the Mac a little bit with my production. Sure. Does Universal Control attract you at all? Like being able to drag like audio files from your Mac to the iPad and vice versa. It does. I wish they would re- re- they would re- release it. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I mean, Sidecar was a cool thing that uh, that that Apple created out came out with when uh, and being able to use the, the iPad as a as a secondary uh, uh, secondary device. I also use that uh, device Luna, the little adapter you could plug yeah. in, um, and uh, I would use that as a uh, as a way of being able to have as an external monitor. Um, so it does come in handy and that does come in handy too. For those who, who those of you who have 12.9 inch, um, iPad pros, uh, the newer ones, uh, that making that a second monitor is pretty awesome. And they're not having it. Yeah. You have dual XDR displays with your, um, MacBook yeah. pro yet there. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and then the thing, that's the thing. And, and I, when, I, when I would talk about the, uh, the M one, um, iPad pros that are out now, I had a 2018, I upgraded it 20 or the, uh, yeah, I had a 2018. I didn't, I didn't upgrade to the 2020 and then the 2021 M1 and one came out. I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in and, and upgrade it. There probably wasn't a huge reasoning of upgrading from a 2018 iPad pro to a, to a 2021 M one. Uh, but yeah, unless it's a good excuse for a better st- amount of storage or if you're using the cellular 5g is i get better internet on my ipad and then i do my home internet <laughs> uh, okay um yeah and then the xr screen if you go big is it's incredible um what yeah do. um but that, that was that was kind of my reasoning why i decided to just to stick with the 11 inch i mean the screen doesn't size doesn't bother me that much i mean 
have the experience with the 12.9, but now there's some rumors that there might be even bigger screens coming in the in, our, in, our, in the future. We don't know when. How about but, that? Uh, yeah, let's have a uh, desktop iPad. Let's do it. A 15-inch maybe uh, <laughs> iPad Pro. That would be pretty hot, and yeah, that better be pretty be pretty expensive too. <laughs> I'm sure it would. Imagine what they could do with all that uh, keyboard space and the Magic Keyboard have a full overpad <laughs> or something. Exactly. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, and then and imagine with the 11-inch with sidecar. Using the display in vertical orientation would be pretty appealing, or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I see that even in my office, I, I see people that are doing that with their monitors on their desk. Uh, more and more, I see more and more people are, are flipping, you know, flipping their monitors to horizontal, so it's a, a so up and down view on one monitor because a lot of people have two two monitors on their uh, on their desk. So I, I could definitely see that as as an advantage. Yeah. So. Um, as a leisure device, you've mentioned like Netflix and video. It's of course a great uh, device for that, and I've been even impressed with the current iPad Pros. The the speaker spatial audio, like surround sound from the twelve point nine inch, is weird because it kind of works yeah. in bizarre ways. <laughs> How have you yeah. been enjoying it as a leisure device? Um, yeah, no, I I agree with you. I I. I a lot of video watching, it, it really comes in handy there. I watch in live TV. You know, I mean, I'm a Xfinity Comcast subscriber, so I would take it, you know, instead of me having to go watch TV somewhere uh, in front of my TV, it's, I, I want to watch it at a pinch. I mean, other than watching it on my uh, iPhone 13 Pro Max, I got a much bigger screen with the iPad, and uh, being able to consume that is, is pretty awesome. Uh, and all the other services out there who Netflix, uh, Apple TV. I mean, I mean that, I mean, they have some amazing content, prime yeah. video. There's just so much as far as the, the consuming of, uh, of it. Um, internet wise, I think it, it's, it's, it's a really fine device for that as well. Um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll subscribe to sometimes to some different local, you know, I have one local newspaper here. I've uh, been, been subscribing to the wall street journal. Sometimes I like to read through, uh, read through on that, but you know what? One way to consume news more so than ever is News Plus. I think Apple's News Plus uh, app is has really evolved. I think it's really uh, come a long way with it, um, and and gives gives you some pretty amazing content uh, with the magazines and newspapers and and uh, all the news that it that it covers. Even Apple Music, you know, for that matter, consuming music on an iPad is a lot of fun. Uh, being able to you know, being able to see see your lyrics and, and being able to. And you can watch music videos, and and so I mean that's what's so great about the iPad. It's just you just have so much you can use it to consume so many things. Well, you mentioned you have that 16 inch uh, MacBook Pro. I would highly recommend um, the Tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, it's a it's black and white and just looks stunning on the XDR screen. Um, yeah, I mentioned this on another podcast, but it's, it's a four by three shot movie, so it's like the perfect mm-hmm. iPad Pro. 12.9 black and white xdr <laughs> four by three it's like made for ipad it feels like almost i'll definitely check that out yeah. yeah anything else regarding ipad that we haven't touched on um that you'd like to no i think uh I, I, again i'll just keep reiterating the fact that it, it's just an amazing device I, I don't think i'll ever go as long as i live the without not having an ipad as in my arsenal i think it's, it's a pretty amazing device and apple continues to do very well with it uh and uh I I can't wait. I always sit on. I'm sitting here on the sidelines always and and covering it uh, and talking about it to to see what Apple comes up with next because uh, I think there's going to be more exciting things in the future. Yeah, for sure. Um, I forgot to ask. Uh, Apple Pencil. Do you use that much? Yeah, I do. I do. I like I like the Apple Pencil. Um, I, I am absolutely loving the new Quick Notes feature where you just drag up to the left corner on the on the, yeah. r- the bottom right corner and you're having to be able to do a quick note. 
uh, uh, in notes itself, it's just so powerful being able to, uh, circle things, be able to, to write out stuff. Um, even a lot of the note taking apps, um, I use one, uh, I do use one note for Microsoft uh, for work and it does have those capabilities that work really well, but there's so many other note taking apps, notability and, uh, drafts and a lot of great note, note taking apps that take full advantage of, uh, using the Apple pencil. Um, and, and sometimes I'll dabble a little bit into drawing and having some fun, you know, coloring and drawing and getting uh, getting uh, to, to do that with the pencil because it's uh, it's just different, you know. I think uh, I think adult coloring books are starting to become a bit, a, become a thing lately, and yeah. of course people are doing that with uh, regular markers, but they 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 haven't already have it on the iPad. So what do I need to have a physical book for? I can just be coloring. <laughs> I don't do I don't do it that often. Yeah, no, it's very cathartic. Like I'll open up like Procreate and just. Playing around with pressure sensitivity, go. making it feel like a fountain pen a little bit. That's just like a fun thing to do. Yeah. So, no, I, it, it, it is great. I probably don't use it as much as I should, but uh, I, I do think it's a, it's a, it's a great, it's a great uh, extra tool. Some people don't really don't want it and that's fine, but I think it's worth, it's worth the value for sure. Yeah. What kind of iPad related topics do you cover on your podcast? Um, anything in just basis going on with the product as uh, with the device as well as uh, um, any apps, tips, uh, anything really that goes on with, uh, with the iPad in itself. Um, I mean, I, I mix it up with all the devices. Uh, uh, so, uh, Kind of a cross reference, you know, talking about beta a little bit. You know, we always talk about beta every week. See what you know, what the next thing is. Going, Apple's coming up with in the yeah. beta cycle. Uh, it's kind of fun. Uh, my co-host uh, uh, Warren is, is is he's a beta fanatic, and and I also say he's a crazy person sometimes because he puts beta on like right away and <laughs> doesn't wait on his pro- on his production devices. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I I do. I have my old twelve point nine. I put it on, but that's going to be coming end of life here pretty soon. I'm, I'm yeah. reading rumor here now that the fifteen is going to be on the road for that one, which is so sad. I bought that. Gosh, I mean, six iPad years Air Two is still supported today, so we'll see. Yeah, no, I think that one might be uh, near its end too. So, yeah. but uh, no, I I think that's really really what we talk about is is that an iPhone. I mean, you, you can't ignore iPhone, obviously, not as well as iPad from what I talk on my show because yeah, there's. I mean, they what I just talked the last last news story I just uh, I just uh, talked about the other day is seventy two percent people have iPhones at these at this point uh, uh, as far as. Uh, 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 using iPhones out there and iPads are, are becoming even more of a norm for, for tablet for tablet devices. I mean, I, I don't even hear people talking about Android tablets. Oof. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the beta thing you mentioned, uh, one of the betas recently this year, um, it hosed how one blocker did their privacy blocking a firewall mm-hmm. thing. And yep. I had thought the OS itself was just not letting my internet work at all. So I mm-hmm. downgraded and it was working again. Then, you know, it finally got released and I updated like, you know, maybe a week after release and it was still happening. It's like, Ugh. and then I found out, oh, there's a setting in one blocker that can just fix this. And it hadn't yet been the new default in the app, which it probably should have since I'm sure I wasn't the only one that thought yeah. no internet on their iPad or iPhone. Yeah. That, that, that tells you don't put beta on your production device. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Um, is Swift Playground something you guys are diving into? I'm not sure how developer you, you guys get. Yeah, I haven't had too much in the developer end of things. It's, I'm, I more or less we more or less cover beta only because 
there's public betas out there. And, and, yeah. and, and then with that disclaimer, as I just said, don't put it on your production device and you know, buyer beware. Don't, don't install it if you don't feel comfortable with the beta software. Uh, but now we really haven't dabbled too much. I'm not, I am not a developer. I would not say it by any means. I, I, I'm trying to dabble a little bit in Swift, uh, Swift Playgrounds. So it is fun. They make it look uh, so just, easy on stage. And I always try. Yeah. It's, it's not nearly as easy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So it's it's tough. It's tough to uh, uh, to to do that and have uh, have a comfort level with it. Uh, but yeah, also making time to do it too. Yeah, it's, it's funny that the granular levels of geekdom. It's like, oh, you're in IT. That means you must know how to write code too, right? No, not, <laughs> not exactly. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, well, where can people find in touch with iOS? So the website is in touch with iOS.com. Uh, again, I have my co-host Warren Sklar, who's uh, been with me for a number of years now. I've been doing the show for about uh, six years now. Gosh, can't believe 185 episodes here at this point as we record this. Um, so you can go to that website. Um, we, I do have a YouTube channel that we, we uh, that we that we do as well. You can go that go to that YouTube channel at youtube.com slash DaveG65. Uh, but uh, you can you definitely go to our website and uh, find the show, and we'd love to have everybody listen. And uh, and uh, I appreciate you, uh, Tim, for having me on the show. Really, and uh, and hope uh, hope we can uh, talk again. I might have had you on my show. <laughs> Absolutely, sounds good. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time tonight. Thank you. Well, that was my discussion with David. Make sure to check out his podcast, In Touch with iOS. My thanks to him for his time recording this episode, and my thanks to you for your time and attention tuning in. You can support this podcast by subscribing to the podcast in Apple Podcasts, which grants you early access and bonus content, or by supporting the Patreon at patreon.com slash iPadPros. But thanks to everyone that does support the podcast, every dollar is greatly, greatly appreciated. With that, I'll talk to everyone again real soon. Thanks for listening.